um, let's move on to boarding school, which is. Haven't we had a conversation about boarding school before? Have we? Yeah. About bullying? Had a conversation about boarding school. People have been telling me about it. No, I know your trauma around boarding school. And toilets and bathrooms yeah. and how you still dream about, about it at about this today. point. Yeah. But that's not where I'm going with this. Um, earlier on today, we were talking about um, Elijah going to boarding school. Elijah has actually been in boarding school. No, to secondary school. Because um, I think that one is a, let, a lot less tightly controlled than um, primary boarding school. Right, um, there are not as many po hovering because there's the expectation that you are more adult and you probably know a couple of things of what you're doing. Um, and so we were speaking about bullying. Um, and from my experience when I went to the school, the school. <laughs> that's cool, isn't it? Isn't that um, where they used to wear skirts? What's that school? The school. Nyakasura. The school. Nyakasura. From 1911. The school from which the country borrowed its motto. Ours is in it English. Is, it is still on loan. Ours is in English. Patent pending. We, shall, we, can, we can be like, and they start paying us reparations. You know. Busoga College Mui. There was. People would do a variation of things. Um, some of them were pretty harsh. Some of them were harmless. I don't. I don't I know if. I don't know. I don't. Know, I, don't I don't know if harmless is the word. That's why. That's why I, I use that with. Um, but I was thinking about it, and I think there are things in that very uncomfortable situation that prepare you for what the real world is going to be like. Welcome to another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Daudi, handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast. In my mind, I was trying to figure out that is there certain, maybe unintended value to children going through these unpleasant experiences. And here's, you know, where I was coming from with that, right? We're chastising a, um, a situation where, not chastising, I'm just the wrong English, we are looking down upon a situation where our children are being given stars for everything, right? And our reasoning behind that is that that is not the real world. The real world is that they'll be first, they'll be last. That's just not how it is, right? But also in the real world, there are bullies and people who are going to try and run over you and do all these things. So where does someone get the skills to be able to deal with those things other than a non-threatening, almost thingy environment of high school, in that kind of context, isn't there some plausibility that maybe 
there might be some transferable skills that might come out of that. No. My simple answer is no. There's no space and place for bullying and bullies in the world. And let me tell you why. If, first of all, what kind of parents are we who are raising bullies? I feel like, like for example, if like Mila got bullied, I would threaten the child, but I would meet their mother. Because what are you doing? Why are you raising a bully? So I feel like bullying has no space in the world. There's no good thing. It just destroys the children. And again, most of our opinions are formed from our experiences. My brother was in S1 the year a child was bullied to death in Namidiango. And he had to go and testify against those big boys who had beaten that boy to bed. And you know what they would do? They would put red ants in a bottle and come and pour them in your bed and then beat you. So a child, wa- a child was killed. Of course, they never intended to kill. No one intends to kill, but it's like domestic violence. When you kill your spouse, you've killed. So I feel like there's no space for bullying in the world. And for <coughs> Elijah, when I was looking for schools, I'd ask, so what is the sleeping arrangement here? Are S1s sharing a dormitory with S2s and S3s and S4s? Because the older kids, if they're sharing the dormitory, then you have given them space to bully them. Why aren't S1s sleeping by there on their, by themselves? And maybe I speak from privilege because in Namagunga, an S1 block was an S1 block. And like a fellow S1 would not bully you like to those grave expense, extenses. But they would bully you still. No, I don't remember. And I was the smallest person in the school for like two years. And also I had a big head, uh, small in size, but... Uh, you couldn't bully me. But I don't remember being bullied. And that was because you were in your space as a senior one. But if other people are in your space, then they can they have space to send you to the canteen with one care to bring change after bringing stuff for 6,000. There's no space for stealing our uniforms. Because, yeah, we measured for uniforms and they're going to put their names on them. But if I, Matama, find an S3 wearing my uniform... How do I start telling them that's my uniform? So all uniforms are different colors, right? In, in school for us, they were. Okay. Apart from the shirts. But the skirts were different colors. So there's no way an S3 would be wearing your uniform. So it, it, it helped to reduce the instances of bullying. So a couple of things. One, you said there is no room for bullying in the real world. And in as much as I'd like to believe in the utopian world where we all hold hands and sing Kumbaya and do all these things, the world is not like that, right? And so, for me, my question... There are very few Piers Morgans. I don't know how Piers Morgan has entered this. (laughs) He's a bully. He's the biggest bully I know with the biggest platform. I think he just says things and then you have to deal with them. Okay, so, yes. So there is that, right? And therefore, the world, people are going to encounter these experiences at some point in their lives. Again, we, we might want, we might dream of a world where our children give are growing up. Give an example. Give you an example. So, <clears throat> when, have, have you been bullied recently? First of all, I'm pretty tough to bully. That, that's my first what singular problem. What made you problem. tough? Bullying? 
Yes. <laughs> because you can't, but there are people, they people go to workplaces, for example, and they haven't learned to stand up to people who are going to, for example, try and pass on their own work assignments to them. No, no, let me finish. So, so, their so own being work. bullied won't teach you that? I think it will. It won't. I think, I think, look, and I'm not. It I'm, makes you timid instead. It didn't make me timid. It did yeah, not. It made many people timid. So, they, they, so, 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 uh, fly off of flight. Many people are always in flight. They will never address the thing. So even when you see a bully, you run because that's what you did. Maybe it's because I grew up in a family of four boys, and <laughs> and therefore the the thing was like, okay, I mean, if you don't fight, you go hungry. If, if you, no, if you don't, yeah, no, if you don't, if you don't, yeah, if you don't stand up for yourself at some point, then you know you're in a. It's not such a big house that you know you're four boys sharing a room anyway. And therefore, you have to figure it out. Uh, and maybe that gave me a bit of tough skin because all my people, all my siblings are older than me. But <clears throat> so you're asking yourself, so where are kids supposed to learn the skills to be able to deal with these real life scenarios? At home. At home. So am I supposed to bully my children? No. Tell them about it. And pray they don't have to encounter it. The same way you tell them about kidnappers and, and, and bad people in the world. You don't expose them to them so they can learn how to deal with them. You don't stage a kidnap for your child to teach them how to react in case of kidnaps. In case they refuse to react to stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my issue with bullies is the same. We can teach them how to deal with them. But let school environment not encourage a scenario of bullying. I think for me, and, 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 and so for me, what I am trying to discover right, is, you know, like how they are, you know, like how, let me give you the example of vaccines. Mm -hmm. It is the disease, right? But they engineer it in such a way that they administer safe... So this is not bullying no, in no. a controlled environment. It has, there's no um, bacteria that has been killed... It's not in a so, safe environment. It can be... So is there... That was going to be my question. Is there such a thing as bullying no. in a controlled, safe environment Again, that like is I effective? Said, unless you're staging a bully. And that doesn't... It's not the same. It, does, it doesn't even exist. It doesn't work. Let's just... First of all, why are we raising bullies? That's where it starts from. Me, I'm but not raising no a bully. Yes, that's, I'm that, not going about... That yes. Who, that's the one I'm asking. So, so what will happen is no me and that parent will go and fight and then my child will fight their child. So I was, I was <laughs> so for, I was I was watching this thing of a, a guy I really like called called Sadiq, and he was saying that um, one time they tried to jump him, like he was playing basketball, and a bunch of boys tried to jump him, and he runs home, right, and his mother asks him because you know as always if you're about to again, you also you came in very fast, what's what's the problem? Two boys were, three boys were trying to beat me. The mother said, oh, come and we go. She picked her purse. So this boy thinks that the mother is going to stand up for him. The mother says, who are the boys trying to beat you? Pointed at those ones. Said, aha, okay. Now you're going to fight them one by one. Again. The, the the seeming moral of that story, right, is that he won two fights, lost one. 
no, no, but, but the mother was disappointed in him for losing the third. But in that neighborhood, right, no one ever did that thing again. Because they knew that this guy can stand his own and he will protect himself. So he realized that it was a controlled environment. His mother was right there watching. Am I going to be standing but, but over? She, she didn't stop the third one from beating him. Yeah, but she was right there watching. That's a controlled environment. He also knew that if it got so bad, she would intervene. That's not the same. She didn't intervene for her children. <laughs> <laughs> but they knew, but like you being there, is a controlled environment. So how do we do that? <laughs> we don't have to do that. Our children don't need that. Look, I think if someone came to me, and I think I've said this to either Mila or one of my nieces on uh, nieces before, and they came and said, that person has beaten me. And the first question I asked them is, did you beat them back? Why are you teaching violence? Because I'm not always going to be there to protect you. And sometimes words do not work, unfortunately. And you have... You're accusing me of teaching women to lie. Now you're teaching children to be violent. I don't understand. No, I'm teaching them... This podcast is just... I am teaching them how to defend themselves and protect themselves. Violence... I think violence... The word violence is you're using it against someone who does not have the ability to protect themselves. However, what I'm teaching them is when a bully comes at you with fists, at the very least, you have to know how to put your hands up, protect your face... And swing a punch so and look for the nearest gap and run. Take them to karate classes. Which is interesting because um, I had an auntie called Auntie Maria, God rest her soul. And when Leroy and I were going to S1. <coughs> she told you how to defend yourself. No, no, no. It was one of the things I was like, you know what? You need to teach her to defend yourself. So that, you know, when you get there, in case people are bullying you, you know, you, you, you know, it just, yeah. It never worked. <coughs> And I never worked because there was never a scenario in which you were required to... To fight back. Yes. It, it was just that the way the school was set up is that there was a hierarchy, right? And you knew that the minute you got out of S1, right, the load on you would reduce because of the level of the hierarchy in which you were. It was pure animal kingdom set up. And therefore, your job was to make sure that you did as you were told, right? Um, and of course, there were some things that were pretty unfair, blowing out balloons, sorry, bulbs, bulbs. dancing with lockers, you know. <clears throat> but they only used to do those things to people who felt like they were Important. above the system. Mm. Yeah? No, you see, so, so what I've told Elijah about that, first of all, don't stand out. Like, I don't know, Anis, I don't know. Are you encouraging your child not to be standout? Not, not academically, of course not. But don't, like, where are you, again, trying to beat the system? If this is what you're supposed to do, do that. Keep your head up, but your chin down. That is not physically possible. <laughs> like, like, don't... <laughs> let them not... Don't single give, you out. Yeah, let them not single you out. And he knows how to do that very well. Unless that boy knows you, you will not hear a word from him. Yeah. So he knows how to do that. And I'm not trying to give him, I don't know, this but, color of... But, but don't you fear that that in itself is going to make him timid then? No. 
why not then keep your head chin down and head <laughs> that is timidity like if timidity is a word is timidity a word is it a word anyway in the namagunga anthem it says with heads held high we march up okay so so anyway so, so for me like in this one there's no need to stand out do be where you're supposed to be in the right place right time those ones yeah so what happens if elijah comes home after first time and tells you Mommy, there's this big boy in S4 who is bullying me. He makes me wash his uniform. I'm taking it up with Mr. Kazib, the head teacher. Because what? Is Elijah going to tell him to wash his uniforms back? You know, technically what that what happens then, mm-hmm. right? So you're going, again, painting a scenario. You're going to take it up with Mr. Kazib. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kazib is going to take it up with that boy, mm-hmm. right? That boy is going to know that the person who snitched on him is Elijah. Mm-hmm. Then Elijah will be called Snitch between S1, and, between S1 and S4. Mm-hmm. And you know when the title of Snitch gets on you in, two, in high school, even your own peers stop to vibe with you because they're like, they cannot see us with a snitch. And therefore, he gets socially ostracized. But you see, the thing of Snitch is what is encouraging bullies in schools. Kids being labeled snitches. Kids have lost lives because people are not snitching. So where do we draw the line? You know, like, I've always, I've always said this about our country and its corruption. That if we got to a point where we said that we are going to call it commission <laughs> and we are going to give it a percentage... And add as a proper expense, and and so we know it, it does exist. That when there is a road tender being given, that the PS and whatever and all those people must and whoever must get commission, and therefore we sort of remove. It's like places where they legalize smoking weed, right? Mm-hmm. It it removes that. It gets the power of illegality from it. So maybe if we said, guys. The line is, maybe you can't go beyond making an S1 wash your clothes. Yeah? Wouldn't there, wouldn't we then create Are you still a safe a learning environment? <laughs> All these words? I'm not making a case. I'm just saying it does exist and it is not going away. It can't go away. It can, even corruption can go away. If corrupt officials were being shot at the Independence Monument, we'd have no corrupt official. Uh, we're out there trying to de- campaign for the death penalty to be removed. You see, you see, you see how how the, the the spectrum of justice. On one end, people are saying, you know, a death penalty is so cruel, and therefore you should remove it. I still, I still believe defilers should be killed. But the international court. That's still our law. Aha. You see, now, now you're now becoming that that you can create specific scenarios for specific communities that apply there. So maybe, and look, a I, case for bullies, controlled environments, <laughs> getting into a fight with your mother watching, so she can be disappointed in your beating, and be like, we, you need hard. you need to do better. <laughs> Another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Dowdy. 
handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast.